Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third to tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. It's equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend. The Hyundai Santa Fe features available all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, plus available dual wireless charging pads, ensuring that you can take on any adventure. It's ski season, and with the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe, I can easily load the car with all my gear plus my friends in the third row and make it right to the base of the slopes with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, here today by myself with a special guest, uh, No Lisa Roman, joining us today on this special edition interview. Uh, we're so sad that Lisa can't be with us because we're joined back by friend of the podcast, Lynn Williams, United States Women's National Team Olympian, NWSL star forward, and now literally the current forward for the current. Lynn Williams, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. We're uh, excited. I'm I'm excited too. Listen, I love the energy that you brought to this episode. If you're listening to this on audio, uh, Lynn Williams is hooking us up with a tour of Melbourne right now. Doing, <laughs> she's like the hardest working uh, person in, in in this industry by far. Doing this uh, in a car in Australia of all places. It's uh, it's a delight to to have you back. And of course, welcome. We did chat a little bit during 2021 during the NWSL playoffs. Uh, and while it's great to have you back, gotta check in. How how have you been? How has your off-season been? Uh, holidays? How's that been going for you? Yeah. Um, Happy New Year to you as well. Um, I've been amazing. I've been down here in Australia. That's where I'm in the car right now, having Marley Uber me around, basically. <laughs> um, so thank you for allowing me to do this in the car. But um, it's been amazing. I love Australia. I love being here. Um, I obviously love it that Marley is here and we were able to see each other. We hadn't seen each other in 21 months. So um, it's been a much needed reunion. Um, And yeah, I was playing with Melbourne Victory down here. Um, Great club. So uh, just honored and gracious for them to allow me to come and play for such a short stint. But um, they really let me feel like a part of the family. Um, so I'm just really thankful to them for that. And I really have nothing too bad to say. I, I'm feeling like my my happy meter is all the way filled up. Good. I like that. Your happy meter. That's nice. I love yeah. that. I, I love that. How I, are you? I hope- I'm doing all right. I, I would say that maybe my happy meter is filled all the way up too. Honestly, I, I, I was excited to ring in the new year because it's like always, it's always the, the moment where you like you get to the end of the year, you try to finally find some time to reflect, right, on on things that uh, have uh, occurred for you, or maybe think about things that you wish could you could have done differently, or things that you want to improve on uh, in the future. So I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. That my happy meter is uh, is pretty pretty stacked as well. Um, in terms of looking ahead a little bit to this year, some big big 
news for you was just announced a move away from the East Coast to the Midwest. You're going to be heading to Kansas City. Congratulations. It was announced this week on uh, Monday, January the 10th, uh, when uh, all of the, the announcements on socials kind of kind of went live. So I was wondering if you would be able to take me and in, in, in our, our listeners sort of uh, behind the scenes and your processes of this trade. How did it come about? How does a conversation look like? Does it look like uh, you making a, a initiating conversations with your own personal team and then saying like, hey, like you talked a little bit about getting out of your comfort zone. Uh, walk us through the steps and how this type of trade gets completed. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, you know, it, it's a pretty bittersweet trade. Um, I'm very excited uh, about, you know, going to Kansas City, getting a new opportunity. Um, I'm going with Kristen Hamilton, who's already there, who I played with the Courage and Haley Mace and also Sam Lewis. Um, she was just traded. So I think I, I'm like very excited to be there with girls I've played with at the Courage. But at the same time, you know, the Courage was my home for the last five years, um, six years, maybe. I can't really remember. I'm like losing track of time. But um, yeah, it's, it's bittersweet. It's a place that I've called home. I've, I've had so much success there. I've had a lot of like ups and downs and um, truly was like a family to me. Um, but I felt for me in my career, um, it was time for me to make a trade or, or go somewhere else, get coached by a new coach, um, you know, just kind of get out of my comfort zone a bit. I think when you're in one spot for too long, you get comfortable and um, I think in the world of sport, you have to get out of your comfort zone in order to, to push yourself, to grow, to, uh, for me to try to be the best Lynn soccer player I can possibly be. Um, and that came with me asking for a trade. Um, as sad as that is, I felt like it, it, at this time in my career, it was, it was the best thing for me. Um, I feel like in the past I have maybe made decisions based on on my friendships and saying I don't want to leave this group of girls and it's so amazing I love it here um and part of me knew this time would come um it just happens to come off of the back of a pretty um mentally exhausting season um but yeah so you know I asked for a trade I the only thing I asked for was to get closer to home. Um, I feel like in my career right now, I'm at a point where not only want to challenge, but I want to be able to have my family come out to my games. I want to be able to be in my niece and nephew's lives a little bit more. Um, and I feel like I've, I've put in the work to, to deserve that. Um, and so that was my only ask for the courage was to try to get for them to get me closer. Um, and so I ended up in Kansas city, you know, I, I, <laughs> I'm super excited about that though. And it, it happens to be where, like I said, Sam is and Kristen and Haley and um, get to continue snacks um, in the same location. So we don't have to worry about time difference, but that's basically how that went. It, it was nothing about the club that was bad. It's not that um, um, I didn't want to be a part of the club anymore. I just wanted to challenge myself. And, um, and I think this was the right step for me right now to do that.
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, the timeline of a pro athlete is has a deadline sometimes, right? And exactly. there's only so many opportunities, right, to, to try to go out and seek uh, different environments. And, and that's going to happen for you in, in 2022 in NWSL. And you mentioned about being reunited and having familiarity <laughs> with obvious teammates, you know, Kristen Hamilton, Haley Mace, and of course, the all-important, uh, you know, reunion of Snacks co-hosts, uh, <laughs> Sam Lewis. Uh, so looking forward to that as well. But uh, you know, even without um, getting into the market quite yet or uh, getting reconnected to prepare for the 2022 season, how helpful is that sort of familiarity with these players as you go into sort of a new environment? Yeah, you know, I, I feel like if I was a little bit younger and going into a new soccer environment, I would have been way more nervous. Um, and I think you, you're always going to be nervous going into a new team and knowing that they've already established themselves a little bit. Um, but having Sam there or knowing that we're both going to be there new, um, knowing that Kristen is there and, um, having that just sense of home, I think everybody wants that feeling. Um, you know, I was, I was open and thinking I was going to go to a whole new team and not know any teammates. So I had already prepared my mind that I needed to, um, like get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, but I think just having Sam there is like an added bonus on top. Having Chris in there is an added bonus. Um, it's not something that I was expecting and it's just, I feel like God has given me a gift. <laughs> like I'm, I'm so excited yeah. to just be, um, playing with them again. I, you know, me and Sam talked about it and, um, who knows, like maybe I'll never have to pl play without Sam again. And I think that that's super exciting. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think she makes me a better player. I think she makes me a better person. Um, and I hopefully she would say the same things about me. But, um, but yeah, I just, I, I think when you, you want to get out of your comfort zone, but you don't want to be thrown into the deep end. And I think this is a way for me to get out but also still feel like a little sense of, of home and normalcy and it will probably be a good balance between um like life and soccer because you have to have that balance to stay um, sane so yeah, it's really nice to hear you uh, speak with such enthusiasm and excitement about it, because when it comes to the current, uh, they are doing a lot of really exciting things. Honestly, it's something that we've been keeping an eye on ourselves over at CBS Sports. And this is a franchise that's made a number of announcements over their offseason, whether it was getting, uh, you know, acquiring somebody like Sam Lewis and then introducing you, but also, uh, you know, doing a lot of things in, in the front office, uh, bringing in Cami Levin, a former NWSL mm -hmm. player as general manager, uh, you know, making the announcements of, uh, you know, the, how they're going to be playing their home games at Children's Mercy Park for 2022 mm -hmm. while also unveiling plans in the future for like the first ever NWSL yeah. Pacific Stadium downtown. There's a ton of excitement brewing around it. And that also includes, um, you know, uh, introducing a new head coach in in in, uh, in Potter. So uh, it kind of some ties there. Maybe a, a former U.S. Women's National Team assistant. Are, are, do you have a lot of familiarity with the, the new head coach? Or are you looking to sort of get in the ground level and sort of have this uh, fresh start continue? Yeah, first of all, that was like a very long list of things. I felt like we were going to go on forever with Casey, which it's is, so I think, much. a very I good sign. It, I almost feel like I might have left something out. People will let me know. No, if it's a that. good sign. It shows that they're really investing in women's soccer. And, you know, they've said that they want to be the best women's organization in the world. And um, the steps that they're taking to do that, it seems like they will be. And I'm really excited to be a part of that um, in the beginning stages. Um, back to your question about the 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 coach um you know i have had 
some interactions with Potter, but he was more of like a, on the scouting side um, with the national team. So, you know, I haven't really had him as a coach in that, in that role and as like a head coach. Um, I think that when you, no matter what, if you're assistant or not, once you step into a head coach role, it's, you know, things change. Um, you have to make the, the game time decisions, all of those things. Um, but I'm excited for him to join and I'm excited to see him as a head coach um, and just see where it goes. I think that the amazing part about this is that we're all pretty new. Um, and so we're, we're going to be able to grow and build something together as, as a whole. Um, and I think that's like really exciting. You get to mold and, and basically sit down and say, what kind of team do we want to be? What kind of coach do you want to be? Um, and we get to do that together. You know, outside of um, outside of the, the the soccer things and and the player acquisitions and the front office things, for the current, what is it perhaps maybe about Kansas City specifically as a city that you're possibly looking forward to? Uh, you know, we hear a lot so often about the iconic barbecue. Have you had a chance to talk with with Samuels about it all? Maybe some things that you guys want to get into the city and try out. Um. Well, definitely the barbecue. I think that I would. I need to know the difference between North Carolina and Kansas City barbecue, and then I'll make my um, decision on which one's better. Um, nice. As well as you know, California Fresno, we have some good barbecue too. So I have some like high expectations. That's probably going to be controversial saying that, but um, just saying, California Fresno makes a good tri tip. I'm gonna throw that out there. Nice. Um, but I'm excited for the barbecue. I'm excited for to see how the coffee scene is. Um, I have heard that like people in Kansas City are so prideful about being from Kansas City. So I'm like curious to know, like, is is it just because you're from Kansas City? Is there something about Kansas City that makes you feel that way? I don't know. I'm excited to just experience all the experiences. That's part of like what happens when you go into a new place, right? It's the it's the uh, the adventure that kind of you want to tap into and sort of get those new experiences. Uh, and I'm sure we'll maybe hear all about that uh, as part of snacks when you're kind of trying to take exactly. over the city uh, with with Sam. Uh, but I guess maybe a little another congratulations is is in order as well. Again, with all these announcements, not just the current, but uh, uh, head coach Flacco Andonowski of the United States Women's National Team uh, unveiled the uh, January camp roster, and of course, your name is listed. Uh, what was it like? Did you have to take that kind of call in? Australia? Was it something that you had a conversation <laughs> with him prior to? Um, well, it's actually just an email. You get an email saying that you're invited. So um, I got my email a little bit ago. Um, knew I was going into camp. Super excited about that. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for this new year, this new opportunity. I think that um, you can never take an invite into the national team camp for granted. Um, you know, I was there before when I didn't get invites, um, where I've, I've had invites for years and then didn't get one for a whole year. And um, so I'm just excited to, to be going, to be growing with this new group of players um, and a new opportunity um, to hopefully show what I've got to offer. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I, I can't wait to get back, get going again. Um, yeah. I feel like most people are like, oh, I haven't played soccer in a long time, but I have been. So, so I'm just excited to, to continue to play. Yeah, right now we some of us in the media actually were able to sit down with him on, on a call uh, as the the roster got got announced and um, it just sort of he just sort of echoed a lot of the the similar things in the past where a lot of these uh, more recent um, 
international windows and now this January camp are kind of being viewed as like opportunities for some of the younger players to kind of get out there and get more looks to, to, to be evaluated. And, and you're somebody who has sort of found themselves in that position before, sort of the new kid on the block, right? Having to make an impression on a coaching staff. Uh, mm-hmm. What sort of like advice or, you know, words of encouragement would you maybe give to, to some of these players sort of trying to go out there, get a run out, stay competitive and, and make an impression? Yeah, I think you just need to, you know, it's harder said than done, but like run your own race. Just make sure you're focusing on you. Um, I've spent a lot of years trying to compare myself to other people and, um, you know, trying to be molded into somebody else. And I think what's the beauty about the national team is you're there because you have something special that nobody else has. Um, Obviously, everybody there is going to be good at soccer, but you the one thing you go in to do is it's going to stand out from everybody else. And so um, I would say just lean into that um, and be confident in that ability. Um, And then just bring it every single day, you know, just soak it all in. Don't take it for granted and just be in the moment. That's all I got. No, I I love it. It's, uh, it's, you know, I'm I'm taking in some of that advice as well, even though I'm not going to national team women's <laughs> soccer camps. It's good advice. Uh, you know, we're 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 still here in January and we're still ringing in the new year. And uh, like I kind of mentioned at the t- at the top of the episode, it's always these are always like that the weird window of time where it's like the opportunity to maybe look back or set goals for oneself and try to make those those improvements or maybe build off of something that you were working on in the past. And even for 2021, I mean, for for yourself, um, you know, going to the Olympics, you know, heading to the Tokyo Games, winning a bronze you know scoring a goal uh making it to the nwsl playoffs once again you know for the yeah. almost felt like the millionth time in, in your career right uh, now you're going to be heading to a kansas city current for the 2022 season what's what is something that uh what is one thing from last year that maybe stands out to you the most in terms of your your soccer career oh i think i would just say resilience i feel like i'm a pretty just resilient person um and able to f- try to find the positive in any negative situation or any tough situation. Um, you know, I thinking about Tokyo, I didn't, I didn't initially make the 18 and knowing that I was going as an alternate, um, I, I tried to find the good in that situation. And then when the roster opened up, um, I think if I was before thinking negatively, I wouldn't have been ready and prepared mentally to go into those games. Um, and then coming back into the NWSL season, you know, it, it was a shit show of a time. And I think every single team could say that. Um, probably every reporter, every podcaster can say yep. that about the NWSL. And um, I think for the courage, you know, we were in a pretty bad situation. We didn't necessarily, we didn't win, but getting to playoffs, I think, shows how, how resilient we were in those moments. Um, and with this new opportunity, I think it's going to show hopefully that I'm resilient again to be able to go into a team and, um, you know, hopefully have some success. Obviously I can't tell the future, but that's what I'm hoping for. Um, so yeah, I w- that's what I would say is just like, just believing in myself and showing like how resilient I, I truly am and that I can find a positive and a negative. That's what yeah. I've learned about myself. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, I feel like resiliency, resilient, that was like really the the power word the for, that we heard a lot from a lot of teams, a lot of players who we had interviewed on Attacking Third during 2020 for sure. And I love that at the beginning of this, you kind of kicked it off with, I think, a much better word, which is happiness. So I'm hoping I'm hoping for that in the league and for all the players and even for those of us who have to cover because you're absolutely 100% correct. It was it was tough. It was a tough year to cover uh, on our end um, as well. So in terms of maybe sort of honing in and then keeping it, maybe using another word like hope, being hopeful, looking ahead of 2022 maybe what's one thing you're actually looking on focusing on whether it's in your game on the pitch or or off the pitch um you know on the pitch just continuing to grow continuing to like soak everything and learn um i think that it's weird like i've i've become more of a veteran player even though i don't view myself like that so how can i you know just continue to blossom into the player that I want to be. I feel like I still have so much room to grow. Um, and off the field, just continuing this like life soccer balance. Um, I think that if last year didn't teach me anything about happiness and just needing to be happy off the field, um, then I don't think I've learned anything if I haven't learned that. Um, and so just, just finding that balance of, um, on field success with all so off field success and happiness as well. I love that. Uh, I think that's a good thing to close out on for right now. I want to thank you for joining us, Lynn Williams. Appreciate it so much. Safe travel back to the States. Safe travels in Australia as we're still <laughs> working awesome from, now. Thank from you. a guard. Yeah. Uh, congrats again on the big trade to Kansas City. I want to thank all our listeners for listening. As always, uh, we always like to thank them before we exit. And just remind everybody that we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast shows. We're also available as video. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Visit YouTube.com slash second third and leave us a rating on any of those streaming services where you find us on. And uh, we will be back on Monday with more coverage and more interviews across the league for Sandra Herrera and Lynn Williams. This was the second. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.